Alrighty then, there we go. This is going to be so much fun and entertaining. I don't know what mm -hmm. we're going to do because I've got us on I've got us on four platforms the first time ever, and they're not working all that smoothly. <laughs> and for some reason on Odyssey, I can't comment. I make a comment and it it's blank. No, I see party on duds. Party on. Oh, really? I'm sure you meant to write dudes, but it says duds. Yeah, I know. Party on duds. I, I realized that the <laughs> moment I hit enter, and I went, yeah, okay. There's my dyslexia going again. My fingers thought it pushed the keyboard, but I'm not seeing any of the text. I'm seeing a blank screen or um, a blank text. I don't, I'm not sure why. I had that issue the first time we tried live on Odyssey, but mm. it still goes through to everyone else. Try refreshing. I did. I just refreshed it. Oh, weird. Oh, well. Yeah, well, I, I noticed that um, for some reason I pressed come on in out of the dark. And I hit enter once and it can it like filled up the screen with a sentence showing like a hundred times, but hmm. then I refreshed and now it's just once. So. Oh, well, let's see what happens. We see if anyone manages to make it to the channel because, <laughs> you know, everything is go everything that can go wrong here is going wrong. So, hmm. you know, whatever, whatever we possibly could go wrong in this sort of thing is, you know, Murphy's having a field day right now. <laughs> You gotta love Murphy. You also forgot to share your screen with me. Oh yes. Okay. Let's go deal with that <laughs> right now while I'm thinking about it. Since I just remembered that I should do that. Yes, you remembered all by yourself. Absolutely. All by myself. I remembered this. <laughs> it's not possible that it's any other way. No, Maybe. of course not. No. There you go. All right. There's a screen for you. And what was I doing? Oh, I know what I was doing. I was going to go check on the uh, channel itself and see what's uh, showing up in there. See if they still get multiple videos or if there's only one. Okay. There's only the one live video now. All right. There we go. So anyone who shows up now will only find the one live video. If they tried to set up to the other one, well, they're going to be sorely disappointed. Hopefully they'll go, what the hell? And they'll hit refresh. All right. Well, I think it's time for us to get rocking and rolling and move this thing along. It is time for episode 42 of the Rogue's Tavern. Is the world eating itself? Well, what will you eat? It's time for all of you out there to wander in. And come on in out of the dark. Settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Absolutely. And this week, uh, you know, I, I just thoroughly blown the entire intro here. My my brain is not in in <laughs> full mode here. But oh well. Anyway, this week we have some other tips for you: some medicine, foraging, food, foraging, storage, perhaps other deep dark rabbit holes as we go down it. We'll keep this clean and tidy because we're on uh, three platforms that will rapidly remove us if we uh, go down the way we want to. But for everyone out there that happens to show up or hear this thing. We will soon enough be doing a dual show where the first hour of the show, we will be wandering in on Twitch, Facebag, and YouTube. And then for the second hour of the show, we're going to turn off all those others and we'll be strictly on alt tech over at Odyssey. And eventually, because I do have accounts at other places, I have accounts at Rumble and others, I'm going to see about adding those to them and we will be on full alt tech platforms. For people to wander into. That sounds into. like a good plan. Honestly. You know, now that I'm getting, now that I'm slowly getting the hang of this multi-streaming thing. 
Mm-hmm. You know, a couple hours wasted today. Well, not entirely wasted, but spent today figuring out how it all works. And because they don't have any destructions for this. It's like, it's worse than me. It's like, they don't even have simple things like, hey, you go here and here. It's like, I, I, there used to be simple things and it allowed me to do the things I needed to do. But now there's absolutely nothing. Hey, we offer you multi-streaming. Sign up here. <laughs> and that's it. We got your money. <laughs> have fun, fool. <laughs> Did you realize that you said they don't have any destruction for it or yes that's what i said destructions okay i meant destructions okay i just figured yeah. i'd ask yeah i meant to say destructions not instructions destructions <laughs> all right well let's get wandering on and we have the usual tidbit right at the very beginning we have our time for spirituality today <clears throat> today's spiritual reading comes to you from the King James Version of the Holy Bible, circa 1972. And today's reading is from Micah, chapter 4, verse 1 to 13. But as in the last days, it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted above the hills, and people shall flow unto it. And many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the law shall go forth of Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations far off. You know what I forgot to do? Ha ha. I forgot to start up the backup uh, recording device. (laughs) I'm going to wind this all the way back to the very beginning because... We need to have the entire show recorded for the podcast. So we weren't too far into it. We'll wind right back. Oh, good. We get another opportunity to try that opening again. We get another round of the opening. Round two of the opening. (laughs) Squirrel. All right. Let's do this one more time. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, folks. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. I'm John Overall. And with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And it is episode 42 of the Rogue's Tavern Saloon Talk. And is the world eating itself? What will you eat? It is time for you to wander in and... Come on in, out of the dark. Settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Absolutely. This week on the show, we have uh, all kinds of fun for you. Medicine, foraging, food foraging, storage preps, and some deep, dark rabbit holes. Although it's going to be a nice and clean for the most part, because we have, for the first show, we are on multiple platforms live streaming it. And once we get all this worked out in a week or two, what we'll do is the first half of the show will be on all the platforms. And the second half of the show will be strictly on alt tech where we can let our hair hang down and scream wild and party have on good times. Alrighty. So what we want to do is we usually start as we start our show. We need our spiritual reading for today and the spiritual reading for today comes to you from the King James Version Bible, circa 1972, and it is from the book of Micah, chapter 4, verse 1 to 13. 
But in the days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted above the hills, and people shall flow into it. And many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways. And we will walk in his paths, for the law shall go forth of Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But they shall sit every man under his vine, under his fig tree, and none shall make them afraid. For the mouth of the Lord of hosts have spoken it. For all people will walk, every one, in the name of his God. And we will walk in the name of the Lord of our God forever and ever. In that day, saith the Lord, will I assemble her that, ha that halteth, and I, and I will gather her that is driven out, and her that I, that I have afflicted. And I will make her that halted a remnant, and her that was cast far off from a strong nation, and the Lord shall reign over them in Mount Zion from henceforth, even forever. And thou, O tower of the flock, and the stronghold of the daughter of Zion, and unto thee shall it come, even the first dominion, the kingdom shall come to the daughter of Jerusalem. Now why dost thou cry out aloud? Is there no king in thee? Is this thy counselor perished? Four pangs have taken thee as a woman in travail. Be in pain and labor to bring forth, O daughter of Zion, like a woman in travail. So now shalt thou go forth out of the city. Thou shalt dwell in the field, and thou shalt go even to Babylon. There shalt thou be delivered. There the Lord shall redeem thee from the hand of thine enemies. Now also many nations are gathered against thee that say, Let her be defiled and let our eye look upon Zion. But they know not the thoughts of the Lord, neither understand they his counsel, for he shall gather them as the sheaves unto the floor. Arise and thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will make thine horn iron, and I will make thy hooves brass, and thou shalt beat in pieces many people, and I will consecrate their grain unto the Lord, and their substance unto the Lord of the whole earth. Okay, that one's confusing. So essentially telling, <clears throat> stating that she shall be a whore and she will purify the world? I guess so. Uh, that one's confusing to me. I'd, I'd have to spend some time with that one. I mean, the book is, it's actually, you know, a little bit on the ludicrous side and crazy sometimes. And it's actually mm -hmm. kind of entertaining at other times. So, you know, it is what it is. Oh, we had three viewers for a short time. wonder where they all went. Maybe they ran away. Yeah, it could be. Could have scared them away with our reading or the messing up of things or ah, whatever. At any rate, <laughs> we do have a special video for everyone today. We have a couple of them, okay. but we're only going to play one. All right. First one here. I think we might have actually watched this one the other night for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Unless I picked up another one. I might have picked up another one. Let's see what happens. 
All right, we got so much happening here. Oh yeah, we we did watch this one the other day. Well, we'll watch this one here. Actually, what's my other one? I got two of them here. Let's see this one here. Well, we watched that at your place, but we haven't watched it on the show. Yeah, I know. Oh, this one's actually funnier. Ooh, even more entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, let's watch this. Here we go. The Social Capitalist Cooking Show. Welcome comrades, Josephina here. Today we're going to be going over some absolutely fab socialist cooking recipes. Let's see what we're working with here. <clears throat> How am I supposed to? I mean, this is great. Um, I have everything I need right here. So I guess you're going to wash, let's say they're potatoes and um, peel them. I like to use this peeler, but you can also use, I learned against my will, the bayonet off an AK-47. It's a punishing experience that you'll learn a lot from. I was informed. Our main course today is, oh, I have to cook with something. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. It's a four minute video, so. It's good old fashioned socialist cooking with nothing. Yep. Which is what socialism gives you. Nothing. <laughs> I thought it would be I thought it would be entertaining. The other one, yeah, it's semi entertaining. Actually it's quite funny. There's another long one. It's another long one. Let's watch the first few seconds of it. Ah, ah, ah. What are you doing? Here to do a little swimming. You gotta wear a life jacket or else you can't come in. No, I'm good. Thank you though. Life jackets are mandatory. Mandatory to wear a life jacket when you swim? And when you're not swimming too. Why? Cases of people getting wet are going through the roof. It's a scary time. Put it on. But that doesn't mean they're drowning. People get wet every day. It's part of life. 0.00001182% of all people drown each year. That's practically everybody. So put on a life jacket. That doesn't make any logical sense. I'm not putting one on. I know there how to go. We'll leave it at that one there. So yeah. you can go watch the rest of it. It's actually quite entertaining. Uses perfectly good logic to let you understand the world of the vid. All right. And of course, the first one came from the Babylon Bee, and this one came from uh, Awaken with JP. I really like him. He's really quite entertaining at times. He is entertaining. And he, he points out the ludicrousness of the world with good old-fashioned logic and entertainment. As comedians have for centuries. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and sometimes it actually helps wake people up. All right, it's time for us to get into all the fun stuff we have for you today. What we've got for you, gardening, planting, harvesting, cooking, all these fun things. Let's go first off to the first couple things we got here for you. Some growing harvesting tips, how to cure and store your root veggies. Yeah, uh, I think we've covered this before, but this is a really good one to have, especially right now, since anyone who has a garden is they're starting to pull up everything. Mm-hmm. And it just goes through and it explains to you uh, how to, how to, uh, what's the word? Cure, that's the word. How to cure them if they need curing and then how to properly store them. Because mm -hmm. a lot of places like my place, they don't really have an area for you to store. Apartments don't either. But what this does is it tells you what's needed in order to store it. And 
you'll be able to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the things I've found is uh, if you live in an apartment building with a balcony, what you can do is you can do what I've been working on this year. Um, I'm not storing them on my balcony apartment because I'm uh, storing things up the Oasis now, but uh, get yourself a couple of really good plastic bins and uh, some uh, playground sand. They sell those at like Canadian Tire or I'm not sure, probably home, um, Target or something in the States. But uh, if they got good tight-fitting lid, what you do is you drill a couple of holes in the lid, not big ones, little small holes in the lid so for airflow to happen. And you put your veggies in there and you layer them with sand. And so far I've had, them, I've had my veggies store for just over a month now. And I pulled some out, and we used them for Thanksgiving dinner this year. And uh, they were really quite quite good, tasty veggies, although I turned them into mashed potatoes. But they were really good, well-stored. And we'll see what happens as the winter wears on. But that's a really great way. And if you've got a balcony, you can store it outside. This time of year, if you're living in northern latitudes where it's cool, you can keep them outside, and they'll be cool the whole time. I like the pink mashed potatoes. They were yummy. Yep, that's because there was a red beet in there. <laughs> <laughs> Red beet made pink mashed potatoes. <laughs> the next one on here is how to take care of your lavender throughout the winter for people who like to have lavender throughout the entire year. Lavender is pretty useful. I Lavender really bothers me. It gives me headaches. Even mm. like the, the oil of lavender gives me headaches. Mm. I don't know what it is. But this is a pretty good rundown on... If you have it outside, how to bring it in, what to do for it once it's in, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't. I ju I just prune it all back and uh, leave it for the winter, and and the winter it winters over in the ground here. Yeah, well, like I said, for people who want to have access to lavender year round. Hmm. Okay, if you're gonna try and if you can grow it in a pot, yeah, and take it, bring it inside. That would work. Growing aloe vera. I aloe vera has a lot of benefits. <laughs> oh, it does. But they don't. Hmm? I said, oh, it does. They don't like being overwatered, though. Yeah. I found that out. <laughs> so what this is is it? It's a how-to on how to grow it, take care of it, keep it healthy, not overwater it. It's a really useful plant. I remember when I was able to keep one alive for a while. Yeah. It was really useful, especially in the summer if you got a small cut. Yep. And then the last one on here is growing pumpkins. All right. Let's see what we got for growing pumpkins because I have yet to grow, grow pumpkins successfully. <laughs> well, there's awesome tips and tricks like, for instance, growing your pumpkins on a pumpkin hill. A pumpkin hill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got apparently you got to have a bit of an incline in order for them to grow happy. Really? Yeah. So. Okay. It's a little late I'll, in the I'll year bite. to try doing it now, but. Well, you can't grow anything now. Everything's dying yeah. now. It's winter time. It's so well, it's, it's it's early fall. Everything's going dormant now. It'll soon be winter. Yeah. Well, this uh, gives you a good rundown on how to get started growing them, mm -hmm. um, how to make a patch a patched area for them. And, All right. Well, let's see what we got here. What do we got? Um, well, I know when to start the seeds. That's not my problem. 
pumpkin hills are the size of a small pitcher mounds. Oh, okay. So the hills help the soil warm quickly. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem for me. Seeds, yeah, okay. Put them on a bit of a hill. Okay, like a pitcher's mound. Okay, well, that's that's worthwhile. You know, uh, row covers. I, I may try row covers this next year. I'll probably try row covers on some of my plants. Mm -hmm. And see how see how much more success I get with row cover row covers this year. Um, yeah, pumpkins are definitely heavy feeders, and they're high water users. They really suck down the water, especially if you want to try and grow a giant pumpkin. Which I have this really big urge to grow myself a three hundred pound pumpkin. <laughs> I've got the seeds for it. I've got the seeds to grow the 300-pound pumpkins. Ooh. I've just been unsuccessful for growing the plants yet. And I, I need to find a place where I can let the vine go out and then get a pumpkin started and where it'll leave and then make sure there's no other pumpkins start on that vine because once you get one pumpkin going, you gotta, you got to prune everything else from the vine so, yeah. that, so that it dedicates it to just that one pumpkin. You know, I want to grow my own stagecoach. <laughs> All right, some random garden things. What to do when your chickens stop laying eggs? You cut their heads off, turn them into soup. Well, yes, that is one of the answers that's in this article, but um, apparently wringing their neck is one of the more humane ways to kill them. Yeah, I know. It's more fun to cut their heads off, though. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, you can actually hypnotize chickens before you kill them by yep. cutting off their head. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, yeah. You can go. Chickens are dumb, man. You can do all kinds of things. <laughs> I was thinking of which. It was really funny when I was driving to the Oasis the other day uh, or last week. Uh, there were two chickens on the side of the road. And the first thing popped my head, why did the chicken cross the road? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were on the wrong side of the road from the farm they should have been at. <laughs> so they crossed the road to eat the food on the other side. Well, uh, this this doesn't just tell you uh, how to get rid of them. It also gives you a good rundown <clears throat> on the seasons for egg laying, mm -hmm. reasons why the eggs may have stopped, mm -hmm. and then also the most humane options for mm -hmm. disposing of the chickens. Yep. Well, the thing is, like, if you got your chickens and you don't know much about them, they stop laying in the late fall, and they don't mm -hmm. stop laying again until spring if you let them have natural light. They don't stop. They don't. They stop laying throughout the winter period. If you let them have natural, if you if you want them to lay during the winter, you have to put artificial lights inside the hen house. Emulates them to continue laying eggs. It's actually not good for your chickens to do that, though. The idea is you want to make sure you keep healthy chickens, so you want to let them go to natural light so that in the spring they start laying eggs again and you get bundles of eggs. So what you need to do is in the late summer when you're getting tons of eggs and you're pretty much tired of eating them, store the eggs. And you can store the eggs quite a lengthy period of time. Uh-oh, did we lose you? Can you hear me? No, you're gone. You're Gandhi Gandhi. We might have to restart the phone call. All right. We're having all kinds of fun. Murphy's like on a field day today. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. Murphy's having a field day today. 
Want to give me back your screen? Yep, yep. We'll do that. Were you able to hear me? Nope, couldn't hear you at all. I heard it ping a couple of times. What the hell is that? That sounds like Discord pinging in my ear. All right. So anyway, I was rambling on a bit about you know chickens and uh, what they can do, and you know having having raised chickens for a few years when I was younger and going through it, you know you'll want to do that. And what they've got here is they it looks like they've got some ideas. You can allow allow the older hens to contribute to the farm in other ways. You know, have them as bug catchers. You know. Uh, maybe, you know, teach the other hens what to do, you know, shit in your garden beds, you know, all of that. They're also good brooders. You know, if you've got a, if you've got a rooster and you want to hatch your own chicks, the older hens will make the good brood hens. They're the ones that instead of laying eggs, they'll just sit there on the eggs and hatch them for you. Okay. So there's lots of other good things you can do, but at a certain point you have too many of those. And so it's time to cut their heads off and turn them into soup. Which is good eating for that Um, Longer than that. Longer than that, because, you know, if you've got like three, four, and five chickens, you got to take their heads off. That's a lot of, that's a lot of chicken broth and meat. Oh. And, and it's not very tender meat, so you have to turn it into soup. Cause I was the, thinking one chicken, not like four or five at once. Well, the thing is, is like if you raise, like I had, we had a flock when I was about, mm, about 18 to 21 years old. We had a flock of 15, of 15 hens and two roosters. And then what we did was we decided, you know, the roosters got too, or the hens got too old. And we needed to thin the herd, and so what we did was we let it, we 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 let the uh, hens uh, brood on a couple of uh, on about uh, ha about a dozen eggs, and we hatched a dozen chicks. And when the chicks started to get old enough, we took off the heads of a dozen chickens. That worked. You know, and, and one rooster, actually two roosters, because we ended up we ended up with several. We ended up with three roosters, and it was time to thin the thin the rooster herd down to one. <laughs> so we got two roosters and uh, about a dozen chickens, and boy, they're they're a pain in the ass to clean. They really are. <laughs> it was it's like the grossest thing I've ever done was cleaning chickens. Yeah, picking out the feathers is not fun. It's not just picking out the feathers; it's the little you know when you pop a big ugly zit and you get that big chunk of goo. Yeah, that's what you got to do to the chickens to get the after you pull the feathers off. You got to do that to the chicken skin. Yeah, yeah. That that was the gross part. The rest of it I could handle just fine. It was that. It was like, oh my god, really? Because your you, your grandpa showed me how to do this, and I was like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> so then, for those people out there that love to pop zits on other people's faces, that would be the perfect job for them. That's the perfect job for anyone who loves <laughs> popping zits on their face or other people's faces. Hey, man, get them on chickens, cleaning out those little those little pores where the where the feathers used to be. Because there's a little okay, bit. We need to move on to the next topic, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am not one of those people. Chicken feathers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next item we've got here is bone broth for soups and stews. Uh, yeah, so. this, this is a good one if you didn't grow up already doing this. Like, uh, because of you, I grew up doing this. Yeah. So I, it's nothing new to me, and it's not all that surprising to me that uh, bone broth is really good for you. <coughs> yeah. But for a lot of people these days, the idea of simmering bones is weird to them. Yeah. So if you've never done it before, here is a great starter on how to and yep. what the and uh, different spices to add and all kinds of good stuff. Mm-hmm. They got anything different on their spices? Not really. It's pretty much the same as what you and I use. Mm. Like garlic, tomato, 
salt, vinegar. Um, I'd never really used vinegar in the past, and I only recently learned why you use the vinegar. Why? Um, it helps pull out the marrow. Oh, I've used wine. I love cooking with wine because well, I get the rest of the bottle. Wine would do some of that too. But yeah, but yeah, I, I've been making bone broth since I was young. I grew up with fresh bone broth in the house all the time. It's usually turkey bone and chicken bone broth. It wasn't used. It wasn't very often beef bone broth. And with a little luck, I'll get some venison, and I will have venison bone broth. Ooh, that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Yep, I go hunting this weekend. My first weekend of hunting this weekend. With a little luck, I get myself some venison. <laughs> All right, soup recipes made with, of course, your own bone broth. Yeah, I figured this would be a good one to follow up on the bone broth. This is not just soups, but also stews and chowders. Mm -hmm. Every time. Us again for some reason. Buzz, buzz out. Disconnect you. Call back. You there? Try again. Murphy's having a field day and a half. Yep. You buzzed right out. You were talking mid-sentence there, and you just went zzzz and gone. <laughs> well, what I was saying is just that my kids make calling my soups soups. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. Well, I like my soups. I I do like, especially in the winter, soups are really nice. Mm -hmm. I've got to do something with. I've got two more cabbages to harvest out of the oasis this next week. Oh, nice. I had a really good year of cabbages this year. You really did. I like your cabbages, and they taste so yummy. Mm -hmm. No wonder people used to be eager to eat cabbage, man. It's really good, fresh from the garden. I really didn't like it from the store, but from the garden, it just has a good flavor. Yeah, it's got like a sweetness mm -hmm. to it, as well as that end bitter taste, but that bitter taste is barely there, whereas ones from the grocery stores, they're pretty much all bitter. Yep. Butternut squash soup. Hmm. I'm gonna have to try that. I've got I've got some I've got some uh, some butternut squashes. So I'm gonna have to do something like that. I harvested a butternut squash and a uh, and a uh, spaghetti squash. I'm gonna have to try making some squash soup. Potato and kale soup. Well, that's interesting. That is so good. Potato and kale soup. I've made that before. Mine wasn't nearly as period but it's still really good i've got so much kale and my ca and the thing about kale is it'll la i can harvest kale all the way until january probably mm -hmm. you know it's like it's the nice thing about kale and I, I discovered that kale plants can get to be six foot tall really is that how tall your plant got um it's still growing it's it's oh, it's it's close to six foot it's not quite six foot yet but it's getting close <laughs> It's it's pushing up to six foot tall, and the leaves are getting huge. It's like you need kale. So harvest one, two leaves, and you got more than enough kale. <laughs> don't gotta don't gotta harvest all the little bitty leaves anymore. Just harvest one or two of this big giant plant. It's like I can't believe kale gets so bloody big. But of course, what was funny was I I was watching a a documentary on um, on Black Earth. Mm -hmm a different type of black earth and they were showing all these experiments he was doing with it and he was showing these kale plants. I'm looking at it and said, 
And it's like a kale plant that was like, you know, six foot tall and these massively, I'm thinking, does kale really get that big? And at the time I had smaller kale plants at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the year. And as it grew, I went, okay, well, I peeled away at the bottom plants, I ate some of the leaves. Some of them went into compost because they didn't get eaten. But, and then as it got bigger and bigger and bigger, I was like, holy crap, they do. They just keep growing. <laughs> Yeah, they get massive. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cut it down because I got to do something with that bed. I got to get that bed ready for winter and uh, replant in the spring. I'll probably that bed might wait until spring to get uh, fresh soil on it. I'll take some of your kale. Yeah, well, I'll have to bring you some this next week then. <laughs> ah, chicken tortilla soup. Mmm, I love chicken tortilla soup. I've never had it, never even heard of it until I read this. Well, yeah, it's it's basically it's basically your tortilla stuff made into a soup. Uh, <clears throat> really the only soup you made when I was growing up was chicken noodle soup. Yeah, that was my that was the easy that was my easy go-to soup. It didn't require me to do much and I didn't do as much creative cooking when you were growing up as I do now. Yeah. You know, I'm more creative with my cooking now. And I've uh, I've worked harder on my recipes now to to make better recipes. So, so okay, it's a little late I'll, I'll to bite. try doing it now, but well, you can't grow anything now. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Hey, we've had a couple. We've had somebody watching us on uh, YouTube or on Facebook. We've had cool. uh, one viewer on Twitch. Awesome. And well, you've got you and me watching on on Odyssey. That's pretty much it. Uh, I guess on Odyssey, they actually count us, eh? Yep. Yeah, well, I, I assume they do because I'm logged directly into Odyssey. And then we've got uh, one or two people over on uh, on Facebag or on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Three. We got three people on fa on YouTube. Yay for the three people on YouTube. <laughs> hey, we might actually eventually find other people in here. All right. Cinnamon cool. rolls. This is something I have never truly successfully done is cinnamon rolls. I've really? tried them and I've got them half-assedly, but I've never managed to make the soft, fluffy, tasty cinnamon rolls that I love so much. Haha, ha, I'm better at baking those than you. I am not good at baking. I can cook. Baking? I, I can make bread and sourdough bread. That's, that's my <laughs> baking limits. Oh, crackers. Crackers, baking, and bread. But those are all pretty much the same thing anyway. What's actually funny is one of Think my cookies. girls is fantastic at baking, mm -hmm. but she sucks at cooking. And yeah. then my other girl is fantastic at cooking, yeah. but she's only okay at baking. No, well, I guess I'll have to move in together when they get older. <laughs> it's just so interesting to watch. But uh, rolled have, oats. Like... That's yeah. interesting. I didn't know. I didn't know they had rolled oats in in uh, cinnamon Not rolls. Not always, but that's one of the recipes. I, I already have a recipe very similar to this that I've already played around with and made it to the way I like. Hmm. Been a while since I made cinnamon buns, but I love those things. I don't uh, think anybody can have too many cinnamon bun recipes. Yeah, well, I love cinnamon buns and I've tried to make them. I just never have been very successful at it. You know, one of the secrets that you're never taught by anything anywhere hmm. is the secret of making sure you pinch the bottom closed before you put it on the thing to, to bake. Hmm. It took me forever to figure that one out because if you pinch the bottom closed, hmm. then all of the gooey sweetness that is the center of the roll can't escape and it helps to keep the bread softer. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll have to try that again sometime when I'm feeling urgy to make cinnamon rolls super creamy mac and cheese well the interesting thing about this 
is your brother makes an excellent mac and cheese. Really? Oh, cool. yeah. His mac and cheese recipe is getting better and better every time he makes it. I really like his mac and cheese recipe. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. And it's not, it, it, it's like, it's like, I, I still have a couple of boxes kicking around of the old craft dinner crap, but, uh, that's just for the absolute direst of emergencies. But, uh, a mac and cheese that is made from scratch, once you start learning, and you, it's interesting, you can make a mac and cheese from scratch as fast as it takes you to make, make mac and cheese from a KD box. Oh Yeah. And it tastes way better. Oh, oh God. The, the, the flavor is not even comparable, especially if you use some real good cheese. It's like one time I bought him, I bought him some uh, Swiss and Gouda for it, you know, versus Ooh, just plain nice. old cheddar. It's like you, you, you make it with some really good cheese. It's like you can use good cheddar cheese or something else, but so you can use Swiss or Edam or whatever your favorite cheeses are. Use those for your mac and cheese recipe, and it's like – you'll you'll never go back to the box stuff again especially when you find out it takes you it takes you half an hour to make it in the the kd box no matter what you do it takes about half an hour to do and it takes you half an hour to do it if you make it yourself i have my own recipe for mac and cheese um it's actually a recipe that was taught to me from mm. my friend in alberta mm -hmm. and really you make the sauce yeah. with it with butter Mm -hmm. and flour yeah. and cheese and milk yeah. separately and then you just pour it on after most of them i've noticed they don't make the sauce separately like that they mm. do they do it differently well that's the one your brother makes he makes a sauce like that he makes a roux you make a roux first mm -hmm. which is the butter and the flour and then you add in the uh, cheese and and the milk and and get it all nice and gooey and then you pour your noodles that you cooked into it and stir them up really well And you end so up. That is awesome that they that they are learning to cook really well. Yep. Well, that's it. They're learning how to cook. They will be able to survive as bachelors because the women of today are pretty fucking useless. <laughs> yeah. Even in TV shows, it's always a guy who can cook. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what it is. All right. So, what do we got next here? All right. Grocery stores lack of stock covered by not the beef. Oh, and this ought to be entertaining. Even even these guys are calling it the great and mighty god of Rona. So essentially what they do is they point out the percentages of the shortages that are across U.S. grocery chains, big box stores, pharmacies, and wholesale clubs. Mm -hmm. And then they get really preachy at the bottom because, you know, they were founded by very religious Christians. It's their thing. We don't have a video. We're just an article. No, it's just an article. Oh, okay. But I thought it was interesting that 18% um, of beverages, 15% of frozen foods, 16% mm -hmm. of snacks, 15% of candy, 18% of bakery items were out of stock at stores during the week ending on October 3rd. Hmm. And before the pandemic, seven to ten percent of those products were typically out of stock on the shelves. Hmm. So we're up a lot. Like that's over. Is that's over one hundred and ten percent up, up in uh, being out of stock. Yeah. 
So it's a thing. Buzzed right out again. Buzzed right out. You there? Hello? You there? There we are. You buzzed right out again. You went and gone. <laughs> what the hell, man? I blame you. You have too much going on your computer. I could have too much going on on my computer, causing it to buzz right out, but we're blaming you because it's your fault, not mine. Can never be my no, fault. Can never I only be. accept it because I'm the kid. Yeah, can never <laughs> be my fault. So I'm just saying this is something to think about and try yep. to plan for. If you haven't already started planning, then yep. you might want to get on it. You better get on it. If you haven't if you haven't started planning and you haven't gotten yourself some stocks up, you don't have much time left. No. We're running out of time, folks. It's we're getting down to the wire here. You might we might be able to get stocked up um through to the end of november but come the end of november shit's going to get real because the end of november okay you gotta remember coming up at the end of november is the american thanksgiving mm -hmm. okay that's when everybody in the states suddenly goes oh i need my thanksgiving dinner i need my christmas dinner stuff i need this i need that i need to stock up to get through the holidays and they're going to hit the store and they're not going to have it so they're going to go into panic oh my god i gotta buy the little bit that they have left Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen to everyone else. Well, it was absolutely Mir's fault there, Panzer. Couldn't be my fault. What? He put a he, Panzer. Panzer's on the oh. Panzer's on the thing. He put a comment up. Yeah, blame you. And say it's absolutely your fault. That's funny. It took a moment for the comment to show up on my screen. Yeah, everything's running slow. The internet. We've got a little component here where we'll be touching on the internet stuff here in part two. Okay. All right. So. This uh, sort of leads us on to uh, stocking and storage. And we got eight homesteading items you should look at from the dollar store and see if they're available in your dollar store still. One of them is duct tape. And what was interesting yeah. about duct tape is I was watching a, uh, a video today from Alaska Prepper, I think it was. And he was talking about buying himself a bunch of duct tape. I just bought myself a bunch of duct tape. I'm not even thinking about it. I just needed some, so I bought a whole bunch extra because it was on sale. But the thing is, like duct tape, it's made in the States, but a large number of the components it's made from are imported from China. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I, I thought it was just kind of all made in the States. Yeah, well, some of the components aren't. That is made from. And this is a problem too. People forget, okay, it's made in the States, but some of the components, where do they come from? Do they come from China or do they come from South America or do they come from some other country where they're brought in by boat? Hmm. And think about the problem with boats. So at any rate, you'll want to stock up on something like this. And duct tape is a never-ending thing that you need. Dental. It's funny though, duct tape you can't use on ducks. You couldn't use it on ducks if you can get the damn duck to hold still and you can wrap it around him. <laughs> no, it, uh, when duct tape gets heated up and dried out, it loses its stickiness and falls apart. So you actually can't use it on ducks. 
Well, if you wrap it around several times, it'll take the duck a while to get it off him. Okay. <laughs> I use it on my muffler. It sticks there for quite some time. <laughs> dental floss. Dental floss is a really good one. Dental floss is an important one, and it's really cheap at the dollar store. And the other thing mm. that's really good is buy those dental floss pick things. Because those are really nice. They're much easier than using string dental floss. Though you should have string dental floss because if nothing else, the string dental floss, and you want the unflavored version of string dental floss. The reason being is you can use it for sutures. Yeah. You can also use it for anything else that needs sewing up and yep. it will keep. Oh, it, yeah. it will last for freaking ever. Yeah, it'll, it'll hold really well. So yeah, dental floss. Uh, other things to use, you know, you can use dental floss as emergency shoelaces or fishing line or, you know, trip wire, all kinds of things dental floss is good for. So you want dental floss and it's really cheap at the dollar store. Garbage well, one bags. Side note, <clears throat> one side note about using as, as emergency shoelaces. Hmm. I've done that. It does kill your shoes really fast. <laughs> uh, um, braid it together and make them thicker. Oh, there you go. Garbage bags. Yeah, that's a good one. Garbage bags, assorted sizes, all the different sizes you need, and they do sell them pretty cheap at the dollar store. I buy a bunch of them there. Lots of uses for that. Baking soda. Everyone needs baking soda. Baking soda is something that you should have a decent stock of it in your house because aside from using it for baking, it's also good for cleaning your drains, brushing your teeth, um, all kinds of things baking soda is good for. You know, in the event of uh, an SHTF scenario, you know, if you've if you built a fire and you've got some charcoal from your fire, you mix it with baking soda, powderize it all up, mix it with a little water, you have a perfect paste for brushing your teeth. Yep, doesn't taste good, but no, but it, put it, some mint leaves in there. But it, it cleans your teeth. Yeah, put mint leaves or something else, but it, it does clean your teeth. Mm -hmm. Sewing kits. If you don't have any sewing kits already, or a sewing machine, or all kinds of other goodies, um, gloves. You know, buy all sorts of different types of gloves you need. Gardening gloves, you know, plastic gloves, rubber gloves, you know, all kinds of gloves. Food storage containers, really good deal. Buckets and large bowls. They've also often got those as a good deal. So make sure you check up on those. All right. And something for storage is food. This is a food that the Cherokees ate during hard times. Which one? Um, can't remember its moment. Um, let me get down here. They talk about all the crops and everything it's made from. Hunting. Um, fry bread. Three, fry bread is so good. Free three sisters stew which is beans corn and squash pemmican that's probably what it was referring to as pemmican well. succotash wild rice and cranberry pancakes that sounds yummy mm -hmm. acorn bread catfish which we don't have here catfish is so good though oh i love catfish i've, had I've catfish. never had it buffalo ribs which unfortunately we don't have buffaloes here Prickly pear cactus, we don't have those either. Turkey, I I think I heard a rumor that there's wild turkeys on the island again. There is. So I've got to find out where they're at so I can hunt them. <laughs> I would love to get a turkey, a wild turkey, for 
for uh, Thanksgiving dinner one year. That'd be cool. You know, but I, you know, I heard it because we used to, they used to be all over the island. Then they were hunted to damn near extinction on the island, much like uh, grizzly bears and, uh, and elk. But the elk herds and the turkeys have been making a comeback on the island in recent years. Mm -hmm. So, because of course there's not as many people out there hunting as there used to be. Because hunting bad, gun bad, evil. Keep that in mind, folks. Remember that. Hunting and guns are bad. Do not use them. Those of you that live on Vancouver Island, no hunting, no guns. It's bad for you. Bad, okay. Bad, bad. Keep away from that. Don't use them. I'll take care of that problem. I've got a couple of wild medicines here. Cabbage leaf bandages. Yeah. Which is really cool. Literally, you take the cabbage leaf, you mash it up a little bit so that the juices are flowing, and then you wrap it against your sprained ankle or wherever you have arthritis, and or eczema can also be used for that. Mm -hmm. And it can also be used to help treat asthma. You hmm. put it on the chest. Oh, that's interesting. How cool is that, right? That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew about the I knew about the sprained ankles and bandages, but. Uh, because I've got um, comfrey, which is better than cabbage leaves, but uh, I didn't know about the asthma bit because the asthma bit is actually a good piece of it, a good piece of knowledge. Yeah, I've been I've been searching for things that'll help with asthma because I've got two asthmatics in my family. Yeah, and if shit hits the fan, you may not have uh, inhalers anymore. Yeah, and doctors are really loath to give out prescriptions for more than one inhaler, even when you have a kid and you explain my kid forgets to empty pockets and then does her own laundry. Yep. Nope. They still don't. They're like, no, no, no. Just when you, when you, when it goes through the washer and dryer, just, br just bring it in and we'll give you another one. It's like, yeah, thanks. We well, got to bring in the old one before they give you a new one from now on. Yep. The hell are they afraid of? People are going to get high off of inhalers. I don't know. I wonder if that's actually a thing. Probably. I'm just curious as to why it's like, I'm curious as to why they're so stingy about giving you prescriptions for inhalers. Because I, I, I can't but... think of I can't think of any alternative use of the inhalers for getting high or stoned or anything. I've never heard well, of I, I've never heard of inhalers being abused. It took a long time, like a lot of effort for me to get him to give me a prescription for two inhalers at once, so I could have one at home and one at the school for the kid. Mm -hmm. And he was so not pleased at giving me uh, the prescription for two at once. And it's like, come on, dude. No, that makes no sense. Of course, the kid lost the one at school. Yeah, of course. That's how it works. <laughs> All right. So let's see what we got for other tips here. 15 lost survival tips from the cowboys who wandered the West. I may or may not have covered this one before. So basically this one here, they talk about his horse repairing the uh, brakes, you know, using uh, uh, rawhide strips. Rawhide strips is a magnificent thing. Uh, how to skin a buffalo, which we really don't get the opportunity to do that here. <laughs> um, dealing with a horse thief. I really like that one. Shooting, long shot, get a good gun. Cowboy courtship. This was always kind of, this was kind of interesting. Cowboy courtship was really interesting because uh, women were more picky then and, or no, they were picky then, but they often, they weren't overly picky. And uh, the cowboy didn't really start until he knew that the girl was interested to begin with, so. Uh, dealing with stampedes and blah, 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 blah. All right. This one here is not as inter entertaining as it used to be. 
It was more entertaining when I read it and put it in there. Yeah, well, you were in the right mood for it to be entertaining. Yeah. All right. This one here, though, is actually kind of useful. It's uh, natural homemade cleaner recipes. So how to make homemade cleaners for doing all the different cleaning you need around your home. Lemon, baking soda, and vinegar. Yeah, well, that's one. Absolutely. That's the one I know off the top of my head that I've had to resort to when I run out of dish soap. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's that's a very good one is lemon, uh, baking soda, and, uh, and uh, vinegar. Bathroom cleaners. You know, wet a towel with vinegar, use a uh, wrap it around, let it sit for half an hour until you walk back into the room. You know. Cool. So these is this is a good article on different cleaning tips for your for your spring cleaning and the different cleaners you can use. <clears throat> you know, baking soda. This is another reason to have a big stock of baking soda in your house because it is an excellent cleaner all over your house. Yeah, just one thing you need to be aware of is if you're using baking soda, it is an abrasive. It mm -hmm. can scratch your surfaces and it will rub off your, your top layer of skin. Yeah. So uh, something to be aware of. Yep. Yeah. But it's a very gentle abrasive. Gentle or not, man, it leaves your hands tingly and sensitive. Well, what's interesting is like I have, I now have at my disposal at the Oasis, one of those glass top stoves. And I've been meaning to go buy a cleaner for it. And suddenly it dawned on me, wait a minute, baking soda and a few other couple of things. And I can clean this stove top off just fine without damaging the glass top. Yeah. Baking soda is actually the best for those uh, stove top. Like I was using that stuff that, that, that you go and buy at the store mm -hmm. and that stuff actually would damage the stove tops. I, tried baking soda and I haven't damaged the stove top at all since I've been using it, but yeah. it gets cleaner than any other time I've, I've used anything. Yeah. So yeah, it's baking soda is a really good thing. And the other thing is if you got your sink drains, you should run baking soda and vinegar and salt into your baking, into your, in your sink drains at least twice a year. Wait, salt? Why salt? Um, I can't remember what the salt does, but what you do is you pour some, you pour a couple of tablespoons of salt in there, uh, three or four tablespoons of baking soda in there and you tap it all down, you push it down a bit and then you take about a cup of vinegar and you pour it in slowly and let it foam and foam and foam and then you finish it off and then you let it sit for five to 10 minutes or so and then you wash it down with hot water. And if it's still kind of slow draining, you do it again. I can't remember what the salt does, but the salt does something. Actually, if you let it sit for about half hour, um, adding a little bit like a shot worth of, of vinegar every five to 10 minutes that bubbles up again, hmm. that will actually defog it a lot better. Oh, okay. I hadn't tried that. I mean, I don't know this from experience, not at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know that from experience. Why would you ever do something like that? All right. Here's another one for you. This is this one falls along the lines of dealing with SHTF, and that is how to build a poor man's Faraday cage. Why would you want a Faraday cage? Well, because there's a few things you might want to protect from a possible EMP. And the EMP could be the EMPs that we're all worried about from like uh, foreign countries blowing an EMP over North America, or our sun, which we just got hit by a corona mass injection here early this morning. Yes, we did. And a corona mass injection can cause an EMP, which can break our systems. And especially if we get a mass one. We got we we had a narrow miss by a massive one uh, a few weeks ago. It, yeah, it, very it, narrow. It missed the Earth, 
And that one there could have caused a Carrington event, which is a massive EMP. Mm-hmm. And a Faraday cage will help protect you, protect some things. You might want to put a radio in there, a crank radio, so that you always have something that can listen to news reports or um, or or um, shortwave radios. You might want to put a shortwave radio in there. A cell phone, well, you know, you can put a cell phone in there. You know, maybe that's a backup of all your photos you want to keep. But, you know, once it comes out of there, if there's been a massive EMP, the cell network will be dead anyway. So you have a really cool cell phone, which can't connect to anything. So at any rate, there's lots of things you could put in there to protect. And this is a really good article about how to build a simple one with a box and aluminum foil. That's all you need, a box and aluminum foil. And you just make sure you put the aluminum foil on the outside, nothing on the inside, so there's no conductive materials on the inside of the box. You put your devices in there, radio, camera, whatever you want, and then you seal that box up with some aluminum tape, and boo, voila, you have a poor man's Faraday cage, which can be built for probably about mm, 10 bucks, maybe less. Actually, actually, the aluminum tape costs around five bucks because I just bought myself a roll of it. So it's about five bucks. So you're looking about five bucks plus the aluminum foil. But you do have to use the thickest aluminum foil you can get. And if you've got thin aluminum foil, you might have to put two layers of aluminum foil for it to work. So in other words, get the kids to do it because they like wasting aluminum foil anyway. Yeah, you may as well have them waste aluminum foil on something useful. Exactly. All right. Now, one more thing before we take our break for the evening here, and uh, and this one here is along the lines of our crazy weather, insects, spiders, and other creepy crawlies that help forecast the weather. <laughs> yeah, creepy crawlies always creep me out. Mm-hmm. Anything with more than four legs is just... Ugh. Yeah, well, spiders and I have an agreement. If they stay out of the house, they live. If they come in the house, they die. Unfortunately, a lot of them have been coming into the house at the Oasis, and they've been dying. Uh, I, I like this one simply because of what they said about the spiders, spider webs, because it seems like the spiders at the Oasis have been going full nuttard lately, building these massive amounts of webs and really high webs. And there was something here about spider webs, spider folklore. That's it. All right, if you observe their webs closely to gauge the weather, spiders spinning larger than usual webs is a sign of cold weather, cold winter to come. That's the one that caught my eye because it seems like the spiders have been spinning large webs all over the oasis, larger than I remember them being last year. And also the interesting thing is the silk is really super thick. Hmm which is like, I've never seen, it's like I, I had to wipe out this big strand that was floating across. You know how spider webs leave a strand floating across and sometimes you can catch it before it wraps around your face? Yeah. Well, I, I hit one and I grabbed it with my hand. And it's like, holy crap, that's thick. And, I'm, and I ended up rolling it up into a ball. Oh, wow. In my fingers. It's like, this is bizarre. I've never had spider silk so thick. I remember the spiderwebs being really massive and really thick like that when I was a kid right before the winter of 96. Well, maybe that's what we're going to have this year is another winter of 96. I hope not. I have to move. Yeah, or you have to move. I have to drive up and down the island. Yeah, we don't want another winter of 96 this year. No, bad weather. Feast contai. Yeah. And then then that was the one that got me was the sign of the cold winter. 
And then they've got spider webs in air do fly. The spell will soon be the spell will soon be very dry. Well, that one there hasn't really done uh, done what they need. I, I understand what they mean. If the spider webs are floating in the air, it's going to be a dry day. Sp well, it also means if they're if they're all floating around and moving from place to place that way, the mm -hmm. weather's going to stay pretty dry for a while. Spire webs are wet with dew that soon dries. Expect a fine day. And this is for those of you that get up early in the morning enough to see the dew on the spider webs. And if it dries pretty quickly, it's going to be a fine day, which is if you couldn't have figured it out by the time the dew dried, you're pretty dense. <laughs> spider webs floating in an autumn sunset bring a night frost. On this, you may bet. Hmm. Spiders move down from their webs before the rain. Anyway, also good to know. So those are the ones that caught me. There's the others, the woolly mammoth. You know, I've, the woolly I, mammoth, the woolly, the woolly, the woolly bear caterpillar. <laughs> they, I've, I've never seen one of these caterpillars, so I don't really know. You've never seen those guys? Nope, never seen them. But you they're can. They're all you, over the island. I've never noticed them. There, I've never seen them. Okay, but here's the thing. If the caterpillars, the ca it, according to folklore, more black than brown indicates a harsh, cold winter, while more brown than black points to a mild winter. So next time you see them, determine whether there's more brown or more black in their, caterp in their, in their, in their fur. You know, I'm really glad that my kid found out that holding those things causes a reaction in her because it means they don't end up finding their way into my house, onto my desk, or into my kitchen anymore. <laughs> you got to love kids. All right, yeah. folks. It's time to take a bit of a break, empty my little white bladder, and get something to drink. And I think we will go with this one. Uh-oh. Drop your pants next to the bed, that's just what the woman said. Look upon her face, those mighty boy. Drop your drawers and stay a while, she said come here with a smile. Told her I was not that kind of boy. I was just a boy of teens, it was yesterday it seems. Walking down the street after a dance. By the corner stood a girl with her hair all up in curls. Promotion to me wasn't hard to grasp. Well, she had things I'd never seen, and Lord knows I was pretty green. She motioned me to follow her sweet path. She said, honey, come upstairs. I knelt and said my prayers. As I closed the door, here's what she said to me. Come here, you sweet thing. Drop your pants next to the bed. That's just what the woman said. Look upon her face, those mighty boy. Drop your drawers and stay a while. She said, come here with a smile. Told her I was not that kind of boy. Well, I knew not what to do, so I just removed my shoes. After all, I didn't know her well. I was nervous as could be. But she smiled so patiently The room was cool but I was hot as hell Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said The look upon her face was mighty cold Drop your drawers and stay a while She said come in with a smile I Told her I was not that kind of boy 
hands across my fingers gave a sigh All at once came someone to the door A voice pounded at the air I know my daughter's in there She said calmly as my bare feet hit the floor Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said Look upon the face of mighty boy Drop your drawers and stay a while She, she said come You know what? Hmm. I realized I could have taken my headphones off a while ago. <laughs> All right. Let's wander on into second half of show. Warning, warning, unlawful content. <laughs> All right. So I've got a couple things here under good night, left night. Good night, left night. And good night, although, left nut. Although it's the second one in the list I stuck here, I want to bring up Biden stickers popping up. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> what is that? Why am I hearing about it not knowing what it is? All right. All right. I'll give you the rundown on it. Let's go, Brandon. Okay. At the NASCAR races, a driver named Brandon mm-hmm. something or another won the race. He's well to the unknown. He was being interviewed by a CNN reporter or something, one of the reporters on the M5M. And in the background, you can hear the entire crowd of twenty to 50,000 people hollering out, fuck Joe, Bryden, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> and it was crystal clear. But yet the reporter goes, look at that. They're so excited for you. They're going, let's go, Brandon. Okay, that I actually did hear about. I just didn't realize that it had been picked up and was being, <laughs> that's awesome. It's been picked up and now it's a meme. And when anyone, I, anyone wants to refer to that particular thing, they go, let's go, Brandon, let's go, Brandon. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So even the M5Mers are saying, let's go, Brandon. Nice. <laughs> oh, no, but they're being serious about it. Oh, oh. Well, the M5 Emmers are being serious about it. They don't they don't even realize how fucking stupid they are. Or maybe it's just more entertaining that way. Mm-hmm. Could be. So I wanted to bring this because I really like the Biden sticker. And they're popping up everywhere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. I did yeah, that. This is just entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple more pictures. I can't remember, though. No, let's see what we got. No, they're all the same. Yep, I did that. <laughs> 323 a gallon. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, gas in the States was never as cheap as before Trump got voted out or removed out, pushed out, whatever they want to call it. Yep. <laughs> yeah most popular president ever oh yeah (laughs) so the other one i have here it's a short video and it's just it's proof of the physical differences between men and women biologically speaking Mm -hmm. 
it's totally not saying women can't fight. It's just, you know, two women can't keep a hold on a guy who's pretty freaking scrawny. Well, and that, that was that's because that entertainment was done this past year when uh, two police cops tried to take down a 16 year old boy who was on a hawk on, on uh, at a hockey play uh, <laughs> on, a, on a piece of a hockey ice there in uh, in Alberta. And they couldn't mm. take him down. He just sort of stood there looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the video is uh, just below. Mm -hmm. Not that one. That's a weird ad thing. But All right. This is over in Montreal. It's actually quite entertaining because it's like, you know, the guy doesn't even look like he's trying all that hard. No, he's not. But the women are working hard at it, and they can't keep them. <laughs> <laughs> he almost got it. There he goes. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> and if you wait until right at the very end of this video, uh, the bystanders actually get to get a keepsake. Bystanders get a keepsake too. <laughs> oh, right, that was so, funny. Uh, scroll right down to the bottom. Mm -hmm. The writer says that next time these ladies go to arrest someone, they should bring this guy with them. No <laughs> I think I agree. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You know, love even it. if they just paired up a female with a male, mm -hmm. that would be very helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we're running out of males. Males are saying, "Fuck no, this true. shit, I'm out." That is true. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let's go with the. Okay, here it is. This is the one here. This is the one from the, uh, well, let's wander out of there. Good night, left nut. Well, let's wander in here. Let's wander into some of the stuff that Rona are going to get you. Yeah, we got a pretty good list. Mm -hmm. All right. So this one here, this one here is the one of Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a nice jingle on the uh, No Agenda show. I can steal real soon for that one. All right. This is about the great sick out, which has been spreading over the last several days. Yeah, I believe it was. Uh, 1,800 flights that were canceled over the weekend, another 350 on Monday. And more today. Yeah. It's continuing on, and it's not just the flights. Trains are backed up for 25 miles. Jeez. Oh, you know, you got to remember how many uh, cargo ships are sitting off the ports. 
Yeah, that too. Okay. We've got massive problems. People aren't understanding what this is going to cause. We've already got shortages happening. This is going to cause yeah. even more shortages and more shortages. Um, Southwest Airlines is still trying to blame it on the fucking weather. Mm. <laughs> Which is what I find most amusing of all. It's all the weather's fault. It's like, you know, I've never heard this many flights ever in my entire life being canceled because of weather. Due I've... to the traffic jam on the highway uh, with all those cars stopped in the roads, that is why the plane crashed. What? About as much significance. <coughs> oh. Traffic jam on the ground is why a plane crashes. It's the same thing. It's not weather that's stopping the plane. Oh, yeah. It... It's the pilots <laughs> not showing up for work. Yeah. Because they don't want to get the, uh, the jab jab. But the interesting thing that came to my mind on this, because when you read this article here, you got Amtrak canes, trains being canceled. <coughs> <coughs> Mainstream media blacking out the stories on these things that are happening. You know, mm -hmm. I was talking to someone today, and this person was uh, referring to things I had been talking about, that you and I had been talking about six months ago. Me, mm -hmm. a year ago almost. Saying more and more of the things you're talking about are in the mainstream media. And I said, yeah, I know. Because when it comes in the mainstream media, you know it's bad. Yeah. Uh, Panzer said... Total of four thousand flights and train problems. Yep. Yeah, it just keeps it just keeps getting worse. And it's getting worse and worse as more people refuse to do it. Now the thing that got me in here and I was reading this is what the fact of, you know, the mainstream media blacking out many of the stories. They're not promoting. Yeah. Now, this led me to a thought because mm -hmm. of and it occurred to me because of all the crap I've been dealing with on the internet in the last uh week and a half or so we just that's like strange random things not connecting slowdowns shutdowns you know face crack going down for a little while you know the fact that i've lost <clears throat> connection with you tonight like four times yeah um this is and it the thought occurred to me is this is these sorts of things are going to cause the internet to start going down because they can't fully censor it yet yeah. although they're working on on laws and ways to do that especially here in canada yeah but they're going to do this to help slow the flow of information. Because the internet is how everyone else is finding out the information now. But the problem is that the internet, whenever one, it's like playing Papa Weasel. Mm -hmm. You get one and they pop up everywhere else. That's right. It's like, it's, and I don't think the powers that be fully recognize or understand that they do what they're working on doing is blocking the internet at the isps yeah that's not going to help either it would <laughs> it would for many people many people don't know how to get around their isp and reconnect to the internet well i think even at most people with the most basic understanding understand that if you simply go to say an internet cafe or to the library well, what happens if that isp gets blocked okay okay if, if they if they get rid of all the public ISPs. think think about the great wall the great firewall of china okay i'm understanding now okay china blocks a lot of stuff coming into its country and leaving its country 
but the hackers find ways around it. Yeah. There are ways around it, but it actually takes intelligence and knowledge to get around it. Yeah, you got to actually put in the effort. You got to put in the effort. And the vast majority of the people won't put in the effort. So what it'll do is it'll block the flow of information, which is one thing that I find fascinating. And it's one thing that is kind of worrying. Yeah. I can see it being both fascinating and worrying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, here's another one for me. You know it's bad when the M5M is talking about it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. This is... The fuck? It's gone? The page is no, gone. No, it just thought about being gone. No, the page, is, the article's gone. Oh. Weird. Although, not weird. Did you snatch it or... No, I didn't. I didn't. I had a, I had a link to the article. Ah. Uh. Oh, that sucks. It was an article on Wuhan U.S. scientists plan to make coronavirus documents leaked by a drastic show. It was it was coming from MSN. And now it's gone. Now it's gone. Hmm. All right. Well, now it's gone. Another one bites the dust. No, I should have I should have made a backup of it. Yep. Oh well. So be it. Gandhi, Gandhi. Oh well, I thought I'd get to, I thought I'd get to it soon enough. Oh well. So anyway, the M5M was promoting it, which is MSN. Mm-hmm. So you know it's bad when they actually put stuff out. Not that they keep it out very long, obviously. Yeah, I was just gonna say they may put it out, but it didn't last long. Mm-hmm. All right, and here's another one for you. All hail. Dr. Fauci, our new chief priest, high lord of the new uh, religion of the god Rona. There you go. He's told everyone that they have permission to go out and celebrate Halloween. Yep. (laughs) Isn't that lovely? Yep, that's lovely. But we're (laughs) not sure if you have permission to celebrate Christmas yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because... I'm sorry. I, I have all these thoughts, but there's just no real way to communicate <clears throat> them. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I have a few here. Okay. The next one I have here is mandated jabs are backfiring. Mm, yeah. This... In a lot of ways. But this one specifically, police chief in L.A. refuses to enforce the mandate because he will lose too many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've actually been hearing about this more and more throughout uh, different areas. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a good thing, but it's also kind of disturbing because I don't know about this guy. I haven't checked in about him again, but a lot of the places where the person in charge has refused to mandate, mm-hmm. they get fired. They yep. get canned almost immediately. No, they bring in somebody that'll follow orders. But then, because they quit, all of the good ones on the force or whatever it is mm-hmm. quit. Yep. And when that happens, we end up getting stuck with all the people with an IQ of 20. Yeah. And they're the ones that will happily go out and tear grass the old ladies, like Australia. Following orders. That was what I was going to go to on this also, was Australia being the leader in this crap. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody, and I mentioned Australia, and they said, what? What's happening in Australia? There's nothing going on in Australia. 
I went, that's because it's not in the mainstream media. Which is always astounding to me and people don't know what's going on, but that's just because I'm, I'm looking for information. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to look for it now. It just finds me. <laughs> but that's because I started looking for it years ago. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's good to know that that's backfiring, but I don't know what's going to happen with it. And it's going to cause lots and lots of problems that are well, being here's another. Here's another backfiring one. Maine hospital closes NICU due to staffing shortages. Oh, that's good. That's sad. Yeah, and they're not, they haven't just closed the NICU. They've also closed the uh, heart floor. Mm. It's like if someone in that area has a heart attack, they yeah. need to be brought in and then sent down to a different hospital. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is another backfiring issue. Yep. Well, this is it. And you got to wonder, you know, what do these uh, doctors and nurses that are refusing to jab, 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 what are, what are, what did they know that others don't know? Because these are supposed to be the people that know everything. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that even if they don't know everything, they could have the same resentment towards being forced to do something that the government has no technical right to enforce. Yeah, well. Aside from being the resentment of being forced to do it, you know, is there some other knowledge that they have when, you know, it's like I very likely I did. I did a really unusual thing this last week. I went into my face bag and I went down through my feed to see what was there because I haven't looked at it in like eight, nine, ten months now. Mm -hmm. And I realized why I quit looking at it because of all the idiots in there, people <laughs> who I thought had fucking brains. Yeah. And. <clears throat> I look at some of the stuff in there and they're putting out these things like, you know, you're not an expert. You know, what do you know? Your expertise is searching Google for stuff that makes you, that doesn't make you an expert. Trust the experts. That's basically summarized it. Yeah. It's, I, there's more to it than that. But I'm looking at it and said, no, I, I never claimed to be an expert, but there are studies. And one of them, one of them even went so much, well, what about the, you know, they go on and they said, well, you got, you don't, this is a discredited person who put out this information. It's like discredited. This was a person, you know, many of the people who put out information were at once highly decorated. Now all of a sudden they're no longer decorated. Why? Because they yeah. suddenly disagreed. Well, they have like PhDs and all those things up the wazoo, up in the top three for top doctors and nurses. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah. And now, and now, like, oh no, you, you can't trust that person anymore. They're 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 no longer part of this stuff because they disagree now. Yeah. So it's like, wait a minute. You know, I I look at this stuff and I say, you guys obviously don't think for yourselves at all. You know, granted, actually... I might not be an expert, but I can read studies and I can. I can learn from the studies and figure out things from the studies and sort of make a decision based upon all these additional studies. Mm -hmm. So it actually gets me thinking about something I have under things showing the emergence of the great reset. It's the eighth one down. Okay. And it's something that the New Zealand prime minister, Jacinda Ardern said, she said it back in 2020, but only recently has it gone viral. What she said is dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. Um, I've seen this one before. Yeah, I've seen it before, but 
it really kind of struck home the fact that it took the world this long to recognize that mm-hmm. she had said it and then connect all the dots of what's been done since then. Yeah. But at least now it's going viral. People are paying attention. See, if we have one bonus from all of this BS, people are waking up. Yeah. People are opening their eyes. Yes, there are still a lot of people who would prefer to have the horse blinders on. However, mm-hmm. that number of people are not greater than the number of people who are waking up. Yeah. The reason why we're not hearing very much from the people who have opened their eyes and started paying attention to the world around them is because we're all being smart and keeping our heads down. So we have to do something. Yep. Then there's people like you and me who will probably be charged for, you know, doing this. Yeah, <laughs> no. What do they call it? Um, blasphemy? Um, no. Something else. Something else to it. You yeah. have something here right at the top. Uh, such a dangerous time in our history? There's a second. Hang on. I'm trying okay. to see if this is a video or if I'm just watching a... Uh, ad that's just their ad yeah do they have a video after this or is this a uh, video or just i don't a, remember is there a video to go with this thing <clears throat> i don't remember oh, if okay. there is no there's no video no, no video okay all right um yeah so it's a dangerous time in our history okay this one here the economic collapse blog uh, he's an interesting fellow to follow. I'm going to probably be buying his book soon just so I can read them, both his books. Although I probably should have bought them a couple of years ago when they were released. It would have put me further ahead of the curve. But I've been, I've been reading his posts for several years now. And he's not been wrong. He's been way ahead of the curve, but he's never really been wrong. Mm. And this is one of his few times where he's reflecting on stuff instead of talking about the news and stuff that's happening he's reflecting on what's going on and he's talking about his sense of dread about the days ahead which is something that i have myself as a sense of dread about the days ahead right now you and i both well, not just you and I, but several other people I talk to on a regular basis. They have a sense of dread. They just don't know what it is. It's just this feeling that many things aren't right. And the world is off kilter somehow. And something's about to go sadly very wrong. Yeah. And it's going viral. People are paying attention. And this is what's and this is what this article is about. And this talks about the many things that are happening. And he talks about some of the things he talked about in his books, The Lost Prophecies, The Seven-Year Apocalypse, and, uh, you know, about this pandemic that we have, and, well, call it what you will, and how the governments have responded to this and created an even worse problem than had they let this thing run its course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, power is addictive. Well, yeah, as the as the saying goes, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. There, there's yeah. a reason for that saying. It's like these sayings you hear didn't come about because people randomly selected them. They came about through experience. It's like all of these, all of those sayings, and what do they call them? Um, um, 
Old Wives Tales? Old Wives Tales, but um, <clears throat> trying to remember the name. It's when you when you talk about things. Anyway, I can't. Stereotypes? Stereotypes. Stereotypes. Stereotypes are there for a reason because enough enough people have noticed that a stereotype that certain people of certain bent have done the same thing over and over again. Stereotypes didn't come about because somebody invented them. They came about through generations of, of observation. They weren't just invented. They were, they come from observation and the same thing with, you know, with this other thing of what's happening in the world and power mm -hmm. and power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. You know, these old sayings, you know, you know, apple a day keeps the doctor away. That's not just a saying when you when you come down to it and you find out what apples have in them for nutrition wise. They didn't know why they were good for you, but they turned out to be very good for you. Yep. Now that we know, it's like there's a reason for this. And so we've got a um, lot of crazy happening in the world, and this is a really good article to check out. And it will be in the show notes, even if the show notes sometimes don't get published for a week. But it will be there. Here's a question. Mm -hmm. Our economy is starting to break down on a very basic level. What is that one about? Like just the things we've been talking about or is there something else? Oh, yeah, this is this is another one from the Economic Collapse blog. Well, no, this is uh, along the lines of what we've been talking about. Okay. If you remember last January or January of 2020, which was 2019, before the first Rona thing kicked in, mm -hmm. you know, when when you were hearing the random things out of China about some sort of new flu. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, nobody gave it much thought because the flus always originate in China and they spread across the globe. It was, it was common. Yeah. Nobody gave it much thought. You know, bright dates were ahead. The United States was was coming number out. Number one. Of, well, not just number one. It was coming out of its best economy ever. It was before mm -hmm. the 2020 election. Trump was at his peak. Everything was going great. Unemployment was at its lowest levels in the last 15, 20 years. Things were fantastic. There was a lot yeah. of hope in the world. Okay, bright days. Okay, but chaos this last week, Southwest canceled all those flights. American Airlines canceled 63. Spirit Airlines canceled 32. They're not talking, they're talking, everyone's talking about Southwest. They keep forgetting to talk about American and Spirit Airlines. You know, also Canadian Airlines. Well, Canadian Airlines, everybody. Uh, weather challenge and uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's them making their excuse. You know, um, People in every industry are starting to do the same thing as the airlines. You know, a thousands, hundreds of thousands, and this is another one that's not being talked about. Hundreds of thousands of U.S. servicemen. Yeah, they've been walking off the job. Well, they can't walk off the job. Well, okay, they, haven't they been quitting though? Haven't they been? They can't quit. They oh. have to be discharged from the military. Oh, are mm -hmm. they being discharged then? They're refusing the jab, and many of them are taking their dishonorable discharges. Ah. 
you can't walk away from the military. You've signed a contract which guarantees you're there. You can't walk away. You're stuck. Dragging a log so I can sit by the campfire. You may be looking for adage, proverb, aphorism, and maximum dictum. All right, you've got me. I was just going to read Lady True North's message. I just looked over and saw that, Lady True North. Thanks for (laughs) popping in, Lady True North. Uh, Nice to see you here. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You make no sense there for what I'm reading, but maybe you can do it. Oh, she she might be hearing the (laughs) hugs back. She might be hearing the bit where we were trying to remember the word. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that happens. So anyway, the U.S. servicemen are refusing the vaccines. They're going to be gone. But this isn't a problem. Hundreds of thousands of U.S. servicemen. Okay, that there. The rumors I've heard is up to twenty-five to thirty percent of the U.S. forces will be turfed. Mm. That yeah. will that will do serious damage to the U.S. forces, especially since. China is really ramping up and getting kind of cranky. Yes, they're 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 kind of they're kind of flexing their muscles and testing and teasing the United States right now. Yeah, they're starting <clears> with uh, South Korea, if that my understanding is correct. Mm. But yep, they're nope, they're interested. Nope, Taiwan. Oh, Taiwan. That's what it is. They want Taiwan back. Taiwan has the. Oh, this will get us into much trouble. I can't go there. Taiwan. The Taiwanese government. Look it all up. You'll know all about it. Yeah, we really got to start getting this particular area. Yeah, this is going to go. Eventually, this is all going to be just on Odyssey. I mean, currently, we're still we're still streaming to Twitch, Facebook, and Odyssey and YouTube. And so, yeah, and once I get all the bugs worked, once I get all the bugs worked out, the first half of the show will be on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. The second half of the show will solely be on Odyssey because on Odyssey, we can say anything we want. Yeah. Here on the other main platforms, we, we got to behave ourselves to a certain extent. <laughs> we, can, we can push the envelope, but there's just some areas we, there's third rails we can't touch. All right, so I'm going to move us on to, next, uh, on to the next one. The mystery of millions of missing workers. Oh, yeah, that's another good one. Is that uh, along the same kind of line with the mandates? People are just backing out? No, no, this one's a whole nother area to talk about. I've been meaning to bring this one to the show for the last couple of weeks because this has been ongoing. This has been ongoing for a while. Okay, something nobody's paying attention to. Okay, we've got millions of workers missing. Are we talking about regular workers or red district workers? We're talking about regular workers. We're talking about dock workers. We're talking about baristas. We're talking about people who fry the French fries. You know, there's a fast food company in the States. I didn't bring that article in, but there's a fast food company in the States that is sending out two thirds of its corporate staff to all its restaurants to fry French fries. Wow. Because they can't get people to work their restaurants. That's kind of like how my e-smoke shop in my area, mm-hmm. they are actually selling their location and uh, they're, if they can't sell their location soon, they're just going to shut down because they can't get any employees to come and work the weekends. Mm-hmm. Which is probably one of their busiest days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
See, that's the problem. It, it's it, and that's everywhere. And this is a this is an interesting article. What happened to all the workers? You know, it's like I can't recall. Staying at home. I can't recall the last time that I wandered through areas and I seen help wanted signs in restaurants, every windows of all kinds of places, help wanted, apply within. I mean, think about it. There's places where I haven't, I, I can't recall the last time I seen a help wanted sign posted in the store window. Yeah, I've, I'm almost a little bit sad that I'm no longer looking for a job because I could, I have my pick of the litter. Yeah, it, it's if you want to work right now, you have your pick of jobs. And many of them are paying top wages. I don't know if they've done it in Canada, but in the States, many places in the States, they're offering people signing bonuses mm -hmm. in restaurants of $1,500, $2,000 to come work for us. It's insane. Uh, Lady True North said that those were words for old sayings. Mm -hmm. And Taiwan is saying no. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, yes, they are. Well, Taiwan is... Uh, we got to leave it alone. You got to leave it alone. We got to leave Taiwan alone <laughs> because uh, we're not allowed. Yeah. YouTube and the others are all never mind. I Kow -tow. have Bob the fruit fly in my face again. Oh, well, I can't help you with your fruit fly. It's just one. Yeah. Only well. ever one. Hey, here's an interesting bit from this article. Before the pandemic, we needed to add between 150,000, 200,000 new hires each month just to keep up with population growth. Okay, and that was treading water. But here's a nice little chart he's got in here. This is what happened. As soon as it hit, this is how many people went unemployed. Yeah. And this is it. We are well below the people who were employed between when the pandemic hit and where we're at now. Look at that difference in that scale. I have two working theories for this. Yeah. One theory mm -hmm. is that uh, all the people who started making money by from the census or whatever it's called, they are making more just by staying at home. That and hmm? keep going. And my other theory is that all the people who were willing to work are now so destroyed from the double job or they have had something else happen yeah. like i don't know maybe they're dead or super sick or something yeah. and so they can't go back to work so their jobs are up for grabs okay so your first part what was it again uh that they're making more staying at okay. home than they that that much has pretty much ceased in the united states at least most of the states have stopped giving out the extra bonuses for unemployment Oh, uh, Penn just said the workers are burnt out and also Biden is demanding everyone get the jab. That's the other problem, which was yeah. your second point uh, about the about the jab and the double jab. Many of these workers are that are not coming back to work are saying, screw this, my body, my choice. Yeah. You know, and which, of course, doesn't apply if they want you to get the jab, but it applies for all the women out there that want to get abortions. You know, it's like you know, double standard, anyone, you know. Really, I mean, it's like e either you believe my body, my choice for everything, or you don't believe my body, my choice, and the government can make any rule and law they want to control your health. Because that's exactly what's happening. The government is making rules and laws to control your health. 
And uh, Lady True North added in Victoria Irish Times Pub cannot do breakfast service. No workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, that's the problem is they don't have employees everywhere. This is not a uncommon problem. This is an everywhere problem. Yeah. And yeah. And this is the thing. But this is because we we as a people, not me personally, but we as a people have allowed our government to dictate to us what they can tell us we have to do. And many people are complying with it, going, yes, please, please, master, please beat me more. Please tell me exactly what I got to do with my body. You know, and this um, is the this is the whole problem. Yeah, that is definitely not a good thing. But uh, no. we have created a generation of submissives. Oh, yeah, we've absolutely created a generation of submissives. Because to be non-submissive is to be a hater. Yeah. Which actually leads me into the next one here. Um, oh, okay, not the next one, but something I brought, which is DC's new Superman is super gay oh, and into God. climate change. I saw that. How, could, actually, they, how could they do that to fucking Superman? Okay, he's, he's no so longer Superman. Actually, he's super gay. It's not actually as bad as I thought at first. This is actually Clark and Lois's son. So they aren't actually changing. Clark, Clark and himself. Lois can't have a son. Well, apparently they can. Oh, well, he, he wouldn't and have the gay. superpowers because he wasn't born on Krypton. He was born on Earth. So he would be he would be subset. <laughs> he would be susceptible to Earth stuff and he would not have he would not have the superpowers because he didn't come from Krypton. I don't care. Okay. They have fucked up so, the whole universe. It's gone. So I don't actually see any any issue with their son being gay. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, Make him different. Whatever. Of course, he's going to be complete opposite of his dad. That really makes sense. No. However, what I don't really get is the fact that this new Superman is protesting against refugees being deported. He actually because... gives a whole speech of no one left behind. Oh, God. I can't, I can't even go into about this here. climate change. Like, his speech says... A place where every problem could be tackled if only the world would unite up in a place where and a place where no one can is I, left behind. Can I can I turn off the YouTube stuff now? Because <laughs> I, I can't even go into the stuff I want to say about this one here. <laughs> this one here is like I can't believe it. It's like yeah, all I can say is they fucked up the universe and it's no longer Superman and it's now they just, definitely messed up the whole timeline well, and everything. They, they've been they've no, been going they've Lois, been going woke so so much that they're they're actually going broke. They really are. No, Clark and Lois really can't have a son with superpowers. It doesn't work that way no. because he if he had powers he'd only be half as powerful, which yeah. means he could not stand on the moon with his father. That's right. He he couldn't because that's what I said they can't he can't have superpowers. Didn't didn't that remember how DNA works? <laughs> Well, oh, there's so much I want to say in response to that, but we're still on YouTube. Yes, can't. yes. Well, all right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll have to stick that one that one for a later later recall back to the show. Yeah. Um, what else you got on we, this area? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> oh, uh, the kid brought something. What's that? BC's new government curriculum for grade nine students. The oh. new curriculum for science includes personal and social communication and thinking. It doesn't show up here. And I'm not uh, down. You have to scroll all the way up. It's only three bars at the very top. 
three bars. In You're there. still scrolling down. Yeah. Uh, it's, you have to go to the top. Oh, See, there's yeah. only three bars at the very top. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, under communication, there's two topics. Thinking, there's two topics. And then personal and social, there's three topics. So I don't know why personal and social is in science. But this is the new curriculum for science for grade nine students in BC. Mm. And it is, I went through it and it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Well, you know, like the communist said, get the children, change them. Yeah. This is what my older daughter brought to me. She's like, uh, this is weird. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's a bizarre one. I actually, I actually downloaded the PDF and looked at it because there is a PDF file that goes with this. So uh, St. Albans expels students over misplaced humor and harmful language. So these new mandates by the school stating that teachers, parents, and students are to report any and all infractions immediately to the student's advisor. These new school rules are akin to the rules that were put in place by Grace Church School where using offensive terms such as mom and dad and Merry Christmas are punishable. Mm. Similar rules have been instituted across schools all across USA and some parts of Canada, I believe. Where are you reading this from? St. Albans expel students over misplaced. Oh, okay, yeah, hang on. See, this is this is your learning standards uh, spread out. I, I downloaded the uh, PDF file real quick. Ah, I see. Okay, evaluate their methods, demonstrate awareness of assumptions, contribute to care. F- for self and others community, formulate physical and mental theoretical models to describe phenomenon, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's go look at your St. Albans thing here. Expel students over, I like this, they draft a policy in retrospect to do this. Yep. Oh, dear God, it was one of the oldest and most prestigious private schools that have gone fucking woke. How the hell did that yep. happen? The elite the elite never let that happen. Yeah, except that they are because, you know, new headmaster. Oh, but the elite, the elite usually deal with this shit pretty fast. It's like, how the hell did yeah. the elite let this happen? If, the elite, if it's happening to the elite, you know we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Because the elite don't let the shit that happens to us plebes happen to them. If it's one of the oldest and most prestigious private schools, we're talking elite here. They're also Christian-based, though. Doesn't matter. Well, yeah, true. There's been a war on Christians for a very long time. Yeah. They're they're, they're a Christian-based school, which means I think that they're fair game. Well, yeah, they would be fair game because they're Christian-based. Yeah, uh, Grace Church School, I believe, was their sister school or something. Because this one is all for boys. Grace Church is for girls. Yeah, well, as it should be. Girls and boys should be educated differently until they're uh, at least 16 years old. You know, I really do believe that as well. Like, just watching my brothers and my daughters grow up uh, at the same time, boys are so different from girls. Holy cow, it doesn't matter that both my girls are tomboys. 
until they're at least 16 years old they should be they should be they should be educated differently i mean once upon a time the uh, druids and the bards they educated the women differently from the men until they were 16 then Which they brought it, then they brought them together <clears throat> um i want to pop down to other religion because mm -hmm. i think you'll get a, a kick out of this hold on what if Christianity became the new religion for strippers and sex workers? So, <laughs> so this woman apparently has the best sex ever because she asked God to join her and her husband in the bedroom. She states, <laughs> she states that Sorry. due to her threesome with God and her husband, she is having the best sex ever. And that God mm. wants her to continue stripping and to promote herself sexually. <laughs> oh, when she gets to strip. All right. Yeah. Yes, so, uh, because God says it's okay and encourages her to. And so because... her husband's a fucking cock to boot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, honestly, this seems like a rather huge 180 to me on Christian values of the past. But what if? I mean, we all know that religions change over the yeah. ages, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what if the Christian God became the new God for the red district workers and the and the strippers out there? I mean, I know that, that there once upon a time, there were specialized gods and goddesses for the red district workers as well as the strippers. So well, that was, what if that the was, Christian God? That was the, that was the Roman Empire. Roman Empire had different gods for every every segment of society. Oh, every single uh, every single landmass has uh, has an old god, goddess, or both. Yeah. For for uh, workers of that nature, yeah. every single place in the world. Yeah. But I'm wondering, what if Christianity becomes the new god for that? Yeah, I don't know. Because it it kind of like I. I read this article and I realized, huh, you know, that's actually kind of becoming a thing when I really think about it. And I did a little bit of digging and a mm. bit more research. And yeah, a lot of people who are like mm -hmm. super out there and being accepted by the rest of the world about being Christian are very much like this lovely lady. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, so she, she's got a million Instagram followers and was prompted, she claimed, by the Holy Spirit to begin soliciting people with her nude photos. <laughs> yeah. Yay for God. Go, Jesus, go, man. Yep. There's a whole interview. If you feel like watching it, it's really entertaining. But she's obviously not a virgin, but God likes his virgins. So, hey. <laughs> Gotta remember, man, after all, Mary was a virgin. God came to her. Yeah. <laughs> he likes his virgins. So, <laughs> this one's not a virgin, so she can't claim that. <laughs> Oh dear, dear God, man, We're, our society is fucking doomed. Let's let's just sit back and watch the roller coaster ride and the fucking <laughs> fucking end, crash and burn into the wall. All right, here you go. Let's uh, we're coming towards the end. Let's wrap up with a couple of fun things. We have some stuff from the kids. Yes, we have a bunch of TikToks. All right, let's do one more thing here before we run into our TikToks. I want to deal with this, five, this finance stuff. We don't live in the U.S., but I bet it'll come to Canada. 
Yeah. Um, after this, I really would like to bring out my pet peeve of the week because okay. I do think that my pet peeve this week is actually really important. Okay, then let's deal with it. All right, this is in the States. Because they're so concerned about the rich and the wealthy, they want to track all the poor people. Yep. So if you happen to have more than 600 bucks in your account, spend more than 600 bucks, they want to know how you're doing it, what you're doing with it, where it's going, why you're spending that 600 measly dollars. Which means every time we pay rent, you'll be reported. That's right. You pay rent, you'll be reported. <laughs> you buy you buy fucking tires for your car, you'll be reported. You buy groceries, you'll be reported. Well, wait a minute. We're still under the $600 mark on groceries, but not too long before we get there. Um, you know, it's you know, like, it's not about how much you spend. It's about having $600 more in your account if you actually pay attention to this. Because yeah. I've, I've been paying attention to this. It's about, does your account get over $600 a month? Well, if you get your your paycheck deposited to your account, you know, many people get more than $600 in their paycheck. You know, yeah. granted it might be twice a month and they'll get, you know, 600 bucks each paycheck, but it's still 600 bucks per paycheck. So 1200 bucks a month. So at any rate, they want to track everything you spend and know what you're doing with all of your money. 1984 falling into place. <clears throat> Got nothing else to say on it? Nope, I really don't have anything else to say on it. Okay. It's really just, it is what it is. All right. <clears throat> Let's go wander into your pet peeve of the week. Okay, so this is actually a, a topic that I am personally very, very passionate about. So a father of a 15-year-old girl who was raped in school was arrested. He was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest because he went to the school board meeting and uh, and yelled at them about the fact that they were covering it up because the boy that raped this girl was a self-proclaimed transgender boy who wore skirts and went into the girl's bathroom. Mm. <clears throat> so this drives me absolutely nuts because this is not something that people haven't seen coming. There have been loads of people, loads of parents of, of girls especially that have been screaming, this is going to be abused. Mm -hmm. This is going to happen. Nobody was listening. I was one of those people screaming this. It, yeah. Yet, here we are. And not only was this girl raped, and not only was she strong enough and brave enough to stand up and point a finger at this boy who raped her, and her father had her back and stood up and tried to talk to the school committee about this. But now, not only is the school board calling her... Uh, mentally unstable, but so are thousands of people who are screaming that she is simply a trans hater. Her yep. entire family is a trans hater. They are calling them uh, stupid haters, and they are saying that she is mentally unstable, that she's making it all up. Wow, isn't that exactly what we people in general have been fighting against yep. for over a hundred years now is to get the rest of the world to listen to the girl who has been raped mm -hmm. and be like, oh, raped. Okay, let's look into this. Yep. This boy, by the way, also has a record of assaulting girls, including abduction of a fellow student at another school. Mm -hmm. But, you know, nothing is happening to him. So she is being called 
a liar, mentally unstable, and the father has had to put up temporary fencing around the house in order to keep the piranhas away. Mm -hmm. And back when I was in high school, there was a boy who got really good grades. And so he wasn't kicked out for the same sort of behavior either. Yep. I was kicked out of school within every school within the district mm -hmm. for drawing political cartoons, a few of which brought the incidents about what this boy did up. Yeah. Uh, but it was the same kind of thing, only it didn't happen to me at the time. Yeah. This whole thing is just wrong. Oh, yeah, degree. absolutely. And it's becoming almost normal. Mm -hmm. Girls are not, by nature, as strong as men. Yep. And right now, what we are teaching girls is that it is expected to please whatever man makes it into the bathroom at the school, because if you don't, it'll be considered hate. Yep. We had come so far in teaching girls that their body was not meant to be used as a toy by anything with a dick. And now we were right back at it. Only instead of, and this time, instead of telling the girls that it is their place to please the individual with the penis, now we are telling them that if they don't do it, if they scream against it, if they fight against it, that they are haters mm -hmm. and they are bad people. If they well, don't it's only, it's only for the men who are pretending to be women. Yeah. So my other question about this whole thing is what are we teaching the ones who are doing the right thing? We are teaching them that it is totally fine. So long as you're wearing a skirt, mm -hmm. claim to be female yep. and that the ones that they write, they actually deserve it because they are hateful creatures who need to be put in their place. That's right. They're being, they're being taught that if anyone calls them out, they're actually in the right because by calling them out on the raping, the ones calling them out are just being hateful. It is, this is a topic I am very passionate on and something that I have been fighting against in general my entire life pretty much at this point. Yep. It is really hard nowadays to get an actual rapist convicted. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is it's even harder to get a pedophile convicted, even yep. if you have the bloody proof. That's right. That's where the world's that, fucked up. And they're trying, they're trying. That is my pet peeve for the week. Yeah, well, your pet peeve rolls into... They're making trans normal and they're working towards normalizing pedophilia. They've already normalized pedophilia. Not completely. It's getting close. They've been normalizing it for a very long yes, time. Yes, they've been working towards normalizing it for a long time, but they're getting closer and closer to making it normalized now and protected. Oh, they've been protected for at least 10 well, years. Oh, I, I know, know but it's going to be it's going to be protected in the mainstream now. It's been protected in the dark shadows for 10 years. It's going to be protected in the mainstream. It's disgusting. It's very disgusting and it's something that happens and it's something that we have to draw a line at here because you can't talk about this on the tube. Wait, I can't talk about all that? Well, you can talk about what everything you did. Everything you just said can be, but anything further we can't go into because I have opinions here, and once I get into those opinions, I, um, it will kill our tube. You and I both have major opinions. Yes. I have major you know opinions what? on this. I really this. think that 
you should waste an entire day just figuring out the navigation, the yeah. system, everything. I, you I will, I will, I will do, I will do that in the coming weeks. We will get it solved. I have to get a lot of things solved here. We will have it fixed up in the next coming weeks. Thank you for letting me bring my pet peeve this week. Yep. It's, it's all right. Well, let's let's leave on a light note. Let's see what the kids brought us from the talks, which the TikToks often get us copyright strikes. <laughs> Almost, yeah, almost but they're always really entertaining. They're entertaining and almost every week I end up with a copyright not a copyright strike, but a copyright claim. And we well, I think our last week's video got banned in all countries but the United States and Canada. I just want to say start with chicken duet. Chicken duet. All right, let's go yeah. with chicken duet and see what chicken duet is. Let's get it loaded. Loading, 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 get them doggies loading, rawhide. No, I don't want fucking push notifications from you guys, idiots. No, I galaxy and I can take you for all right. Let's, how do I like make this go backwards? Go backwards. You have to get it big and then rewind it. There, there we go. go. All right. Let's sing. If you wanna run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for all right. Glitter in the sky. This is feeling like you need Oops, wrong a button. little bit of company and met me at the perfect time. I want you, baby. That's All right. That one was it's actually really cool. <laughs> that one was okay. Let's go with Gerbader. Wilbur. This is your strange Wilbur stuff. God, I'm gay. I'm gay for the egg. Wilbur looks like Waldo. Fuck you. Oh, now that is cute. That is so good. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much, Banana. Ba Fucking bananas. <laughs> ho ho. This is typical child watching. Oh my god. Is this the court? I would like to say that my opponent is talking shit. Oh, look at him. Silly, silly motherfucker with his arms in the air. Silly motherfucker with his arms in the air. Get out of here. Silly motherfucker. Look at him. Yes. Hand me that TNT. I mean, I, I'll have to. You can in. probably pause yeah, it. Yeah, that, one, that one there is. Okay, let's go see if Wario finds love. This one you'll want to pause halfway through too because the wah gets old. I saw the light beside That gets old real fast. Yep. <laughs> all right, let's see what masking autism is all about. It's actually informative and entertaining. I never would have guessed you're autistic. What do you mean? Well, you make eye contact, you drive, you're very articulate, you don't rock back and forth, you don't act like a child, and you're not a chatterbox. Well, that's because I'm masking. You're masking? Yes, I'm masking my autistic traits. 
What do you mean by masking? Glad you asked. I mask my autism to help fit into your social standards. I'm basically impersonating a version of myself that's not autistic. I'm pretending to be something I'm not to make you comfortable. Cause God forbid everybody else can make me the autistic person comfortable and give me accommodations in a world that's very difficult for me to be in. Basically to be acting like a robot for your comfort. Yeah. I'm trying not to have an autistic meltdown, but you know what? It is so hard because I'm trying to hold it in all the time. Also, you don't judge me. Cause guess what? You're judgmental. And God forbid I talk about the one thing that interests me. Nobody pays attention. Sucks the to be you. Really the part. <laughs> Sucks to be you, dude. Because I know what it's like, so fuck off and die. Get over it and learn to live life the way the world works. Because, unfortunately, you're not part of the majority. Suck Try it up. chicken yodel for a giggle. Chicken yodel? Chicken yodel for a giggle. <laughs> chicken yodel for... I see old TikTok. I see Lucy Purr... Dora Lucifer says, is actually cute. I don't see chicken lo lodel for a, for a doodle. No, Lady True North said, Murr, try chicken yodel for a giggle. Oh, chicken yodel. Oh, fuck. Okay. I don't really understand, but I'm picturing a chicken singing the yodeling song across a mountain. Mm. <laughs> Dog lady petting a guinea pig. She's really weird looking. She kind of creeps me out. This has got to be creepy. I can just see it from the title. Yeah, she she creeps me out. She is dressed up like a dog. She's not dressed like a dog. She has the dog nose. Oh, she does have a dog nose. I didn't notice that. All right, that's bizarre. That's uh, all it is, and it's really weird. All right, let's see what this odd TikTok thing is. This is a classic TikTok? That's what the kid says, yes, and it is weird. Well, coming from your kids, anything is weird. Get back here, you little... Put your hands on my baby, I'll rain hellfire on you. He called me a bitch. I mean, I don't particularly disagree with that statement. What is that supposed to mean? Oh, so you're a bitch and you're stupid. What did you call me? I'll smack cry. I'll smack so hard you have less teeth than a crackhead. Now, Lindsay, explain. Jonah kept cussing and I told him not to. You're not the butt. Shut it. Continue. Kept cussing so I told him to shut up and then mom comes around and grounds me for no reason. I- One more word comes out of that mouth, it'll be your last. Oh, he called you a bitch because you were being a bitch. Fair enough. He needs to show me respect. Why? Because I'm his mom. Oh, so since you birthed him, you automatically deserve respect? Yeah. No, you respect him, he'll respect you. He don't know you jack shit, you deformed alien-looking motherfucker. Well, get out of my sight before I smack that privilege out of your mouth. <laughs> okay, that one was bizarre. Yup, like I said. Uh, Dora says happy Halloween. Oh, we're going to look at the Lucy Purr. Okay. We're going to take them in order here and enjoy the, you know, <laughs> as we exit this wonderful little show for tonight. Okay, the so this is a safe space, right? Because I think I messed up again. Now, if you guys have been following me for a little bit, you know I did a sticker that was Kitler. Well, let's just say I thought it was funny and a lot of other people didn't. And I may have done it again to where I think it's funny. And people may not. You ready? <laughs> All hail Lucifer! <laughs> but come on now, it's like the cutest little demon cat ever. 
with the floaty little candle. <laughs> All right, I can't. <laughs> Lucifer. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're making Christmas lists, uh, the younger one wants one. Wants well, a Lucifer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, that's just funny. Considering that uh, my boys have a cat at their mom's called Lucifer. <laughs> Which they've nicknamed Lucy. <laughs> yeah, but Dad, his, his name is Lucifer. Yes, I know it's like, Lucifer. Like, fur. Yes, I know. Lucifer, as in fur. I think that the woman who does this creeps me out ten times more than she should because she looks like my ex. She looks like fucking, I'm trying to think of the creepy girl from one of the horror flicks. I can't remember it now. <laughs> she looks like one of the creepy girls from the horror flicks there. She looks like my ex-girlfriend. It really creeps me out more than it probably should. A horror movie, you say? That sounds fun. creepy <laughs> yeah no just imagine seeing your ex doing that that would just uh -huh. be even more creepy wouldn't it yeah i, I love my <laughs> granddaughters they bring us the most entertainment here every week <laughs> all right let's see what the last one is and we'll uh wrap this show up because we're honestly time. i think this last one is just being used as an excuse okay People with autism or ADHD are more likely to be traumatized. Let's get into it. Part one is autism. A 2020 study in Stockholm looked at the health records of 200,000 adults and found- Would that be anything like Stockholm syndrome? Found that people with any form of autism <laughs> were two and a half times more likely to have anxiety disorders, stress disorders, panic disorders, or PTSD than those in the population without autism, and one and a half times more likely than non-autistic siblings raised in the same house. When study breaks down further into ASD with and without intellectual disability, we find that autistic people with intellectual disability are at higher risk than the non-autistic population, but that those without intellectual disability are at even higher risk. Autistic people without intellectual disability are four times as likely to have PTSD, seven times to have social phobias, and five times as likely to have mixed... Look, he's a D&D gamer. Yep. ...anxiety and depression when compared with non-autistic people. Part two will be ADHD. Have a great day. Stay caffeinated. Yeah, okay. People with autism or ADHD. Oh, are shut up. All right. Yeah, I I was thinking about the fact that the uh, labels of, of ADHD and autism are handed out so bloody frivolously these days that... Oh, they're, they're handed out left, right, and center these days. Bye. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't mean anything like they used to mean. No. All right. Well, that wraps us up. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. We greatly appreciate it. It was loads yeah, of fun. it was fun. There was actually chatting happening. There was okay. some entertainment, and uh, we had some chats in here. Hell, we had uh, four viewers over at uh, 
at YouTube. What do we have? We got two people over on uh, on Facebook. We had one viewer over on Twitch and on Odyssey. We only hit the two. All right. Well, it is what it is. Maybe next week we'll have more fun as we get this system figured out and under control and working much better. Thanks everyone coming. A little bit of music to carry us out the door. These are the days of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still. A quarter after midnight, and I'm watching the wall. Sometimes I feel so uptight, I just can't sleep at all. Every day. That's all we got for you. Murphy's had a fucking field day here tonight because <laughs> my backup recording device stopped recording at 17 minutes and I didn't even notice. At any rate, we'll call it that and I will get the show from other places. Thanks everyone for showing up.